Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool. You can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk, and with my promo code POD, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in POD. That's P-O-D. That's Stamps.com, promo code POD. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Go you know what it. it felt like watching this movie? What was that? It felt like it felt like I was invited to a party where the friend group knew each other and I didn't know shit about anybody. You may fire when ready. podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films in Black and White, everybody. God, I am so happy all of you are with Brian. us on a fun <laughs> Monday. Um, apparently, Brian. apparently the mouth sounds really through Brian for a loop today, but that's totally yeah. fine. Uh, no, I was actually looking at our TikTok account. You should go check it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doug's posting some good content. Yeah, there. I, I do some fun stuff up there. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we are happy to be, be with you. Um, hope you can fall back into film of black and white this week and that is uh that's a lot of fun i did that just for me um jesus Christ. but we have a big movie to talk about huge we have catch that quotable to play we do and we gotta make sure everybody is properly introduced and welcomed into this format so i'm gonna kick it on over to a one marcus j destin marcus how you feeling i'm here we here it's time to podcast i'm still discovering eternal so y'all are gonna hear me yeah. discover it okay. in real okay. time okay yes. so that's, that's the type right. time i'm on today okay that's totally fine yes. i i i kind of have gone there's a couple of things that have stuck with me too so i'm very curious to hear yeah. Yeah. um what you have um but let's make sure our third co-host is introduced into the mix a one brian roush brian roush how you feeling hello everybody i'm i'm happy to be here and i i have also i'm in the same place as marcus i walked yeah. out of the movie theater yesterday and i was like you know what i'm i need i need to like sleep on it i slept sure. on it I, I will be figuring out how I feel about this movie during the podcast. Okay. So, yeah, I'm okay. kind of in a similar spot. That's, that's fair. Again, that's totally fine. That's, so, that's totally fine. What that's about you, fair. Doug? I am doing quite well. Mm. Um, I, like I mentioned before, 
things have stuck with me today that I just don't quite understand. And I'm curious if it's something that I missed. Um, oh boy. I'm also very excited because my Minnesota loons made the MLS playoffs. Yeah. So hey. I'm a happy person. And my Minnesota well. loons as and, well. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So just excited about that all around. But gentlemen, we have to play catch that quotable. And yeah, here damn. is this how close things are. Wow. Yeah. It is. I, w- I almost want to say I'm not counting myself out of this one yet. Because you are very it, much in it. You are right there. Right there. You are but, right there. But right now, the two of you are yeah. neck and neck. Yeah. So I am curious. Let's do a quick for our, this will be an entirely visual part of our podcast. But I would love <laughs> if you two would just settle this via a Rochambeau, yeah. rock, paper, scissors. Rules are rock, paper, scissors, shoot, go on, okay. shoot. Nice. Um, one round wins it. No best two out of three. Yeah. One round okay. wins it. So, uh, okay. gentlemen, if you are if you are ready. Wow, ready. We, we do better politics than actual politicians. It's true. We handle this. We're amicable. We're civil. All right. All right. Here we go. All okay. right. They're preparing. I'm ready. Ready? Okay. Yeah. One... <laughs> Oh, I thought Doug was calling oh, it. I'll oh, do it. Doug, I'll do it. You're right. You're right. I'll do it. I'll do it. Ready? Ready? Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, I got nice. paper. All right. Marcus, nice. you are in charge of the board, sir. How would you like all of this to go? <clears throat> I think I would like Brian Roush to go first. Okay. Okay. All right, yes. Brian. Yes. All right. Are you ready, Brian? Uh, I have to. So we had a minor programming change. We had to send in our quote. So I have to yes. find what I sent in. And yes. I have now done that. That's okay. okay. Here we go. I got to make sure one of these is right. There we go. Oh, That's look it. at this. Okay, yes. great. If you're subscribed to our Patreon, there's a visual right now. Yeah, we're up in the fucking it. production on this. Love, yeah, this is incredible. I don't have to remember it or scroll the no, chat. It's this the best is part. great. It's okay. The quote is, psychologically speaking, vengeance rarely brings the catharsis we hope for. One more for maybe people who didn't hear it. Psychologically speaking, vengeance rarely brings the catharsis we hope for. Okay. Right. You know what I first my first thought um was Alfred when he was talking to Batman in the Batcave. Oh. Because he says something about vengeance as this is Chris and I mean Christian Bale and um, oh, Alfred sure. Molina. Like uh um his name is not Alfred Molina. It is not Alfred. Is not Alfred. <laughs> I'm just going he just retired. Who, who uh <laughs> he just retired? Jesus Christ. Anyway, old Alfred. Michael Emo- emotional. Emo- yes, Michael Kane, emotional Alfred. Michael Kane. Um, yes. He okay. never got out of his feelings that whole series. So that was the one thing mm-hmm. that I um okay. the first place that I went to. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of curious on the hint because I could see Brian sticking with either like the director that we had mm. and kind of doing something on that front or That's picking true. one of the other people from the cast to do this. Um, so I'm kind of curious as to what the hint is. There's so, also a lot of big ass words in this too. So like there, there are. and psychologically speaking, yeah. like, ooh, like obviously this is somebody who knows their stuff. They're a doctor, yeah, but true. they could be a villain. It's and very saying, true. You know, like it could be flipping it. You know what I mean? So I don't really know. So Brian, what's the hint? Yeah, what's the hint? Birds. Did you say Christ. birds? I did. Birds. birds. Okay. 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 Now birds. I'm thinking Birdman with Michael Keaton. That's a fair jump. That's also where my brain went. <laughs> Is it? Is it? That's hilarious. That, okay. Birds. Birds. Um, what movie I know about birds? Okay. I'm just going to put this out, out there. Brian, is this Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds? 
It is not Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. I just wanted to do the obvious. Mm, no, yes. that's that. I get it. I get it. Brian, is this Birdman with Michael Keaton? It is not Birdman. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Harley Quinn's Birds of Prey, oh, in which Harley geez. Quinn says the quote, she is a you all are guessing. Okay. She is a doctor. All right. And she, Marcus, you were, you she's, were killing me, man. Yeah. She's, they're yeah. smart. They're a doctor. Batman. Like, I, went, I, I, went into, I went into um, Heath Ledger when he, when Joker talks to Two-Face. Yeah. And oh, he yeah. says a lot of the things, but he's flipping it from a perspective. Like, no, dog, you're right. Like, yeah. this is a bad world we live in. Like, yeah, it's crazy true. out here. Very no, true. that that oh, was that cool. was solid. Those were all solid guesses. No, well, Maggie and I are binging the Harley Quinn animated series, it, so I have good, a lot of Harley it? Quinn energy right now. Yeah, Doug it's, has been talking about that series for the longest. It is really good. It goes like, down you, really easy. Oh my gosh! I mean, just like if you liked Batman the animated series, yeah. somebody watched that and was like. Okay, but like we're all grown up now and we can have a drink and swear. Let's do that. I mean, it's it, all it a joke, right? I kind of like that like, too. The corporate, the way that the like the Injustice League functions, like it's a corporate <laughs> office, makes me laugh yeah. so much. Oh, it's great. That's pretty interesting. It's great. Oh, man. All right, Marcus, who's going next? Um, Whoever's quote I pull up next because I don't okay, know who's that works. Okay. We'll just do that. I like that. Okay, this is me. So this right. works. Okay. Here we go. Here we are, gentlemen. Our lives are defined by opportunities, even the ones we miss. Again, our lives are defined by the opportunities, even the ones we miss. First thing I thought about was like Coach Carter for some reason. I was thinking of basketball reference. Oh. Um, now I'm on sports movies. That's <laughs> And I'm going to be stuck there. Even if that's <sighs> not the genre, I'm going to be stuck. Uh, okay, even the opportunities we miss, it feel it's a teachable moment. Our life is defined by opportunities, even the one we miss. Somebody failed in this mm -hmm. quote. I, they fucking failed. It's, it's not freedom writers, but it feels just like freedom writers. I just watched that too. <laughs> did you just really? I did. We did. We had it for a CWC movie night. Oh yeah. my god, that that's yeah. a that's a good. It is yeah. a good movie. Oh, it's a good, I good movie. don't feel like this is a quote from it, but it feels like it could be. Yeah, I don't think this is it. I don't know. I'm going to slap you for the hit. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay, that's fine. Um, gentlemen, your hint is old. Jesus. You know what I'm going to say? Wild guess. Benjamin Button. Just Holy you said shit. Old. No Holy way. Shit. Is that right? Yes. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm not even mad because I would have never guessed that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Holy All right. Um, well, I Doug, thought, good quote. Yo, I thought nobody would get that. I thought nobody would get that. You know what's wow. funny about Benjamin Button? When hmm. anybody says old, it's like one of the first movies I think, and I feel like That's people fair. don't discuss this movie enough. I mean, like it was it was kind of ahead of its time a little bit, and and it yeah. is uh, it's a. Little it's bit. like drinking from a water hose a little bit because it's a well, lot to take in a at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. a lot. Um, um, Jesus Christ! I yeah, I, wow. I pulled that because Marshall, Marshall, uh, Marshall Ali Marshall is Ali. in that, and so well, is we'll he in Benjamin Button? Mm -hmm. He's credited oh, as being shit. in it. So I, <laughs> I kind of linked. I kind of linked, and we'll talk about that later because yep. I don't want to give anything out without a spoiler warning. But we'll yep. link, kind of links um, to the other piece of this. So. Yep. 
Damn. Yeah. All right. Okay. God, God wow. damn. Good guess. Solid, man. Up, man, I am. <laughs> Excellent job, everybody. That's Having right. A great time here. All right, my turn. You can wear your underwear. It's just like a bikini. It covers all the good shit. Oh no. Okay. You can wear your underwear. It's just like a bikini. It covers all the good shit. Oh, okay. Okay. This, this, Brian. <clears throat> this feels like it could be, like. A, a movie about fashion. This feels like it could be a movie about fashion, and ugh, I can't, I, I can't stop thinking about one movie in particular. I, well, I, I, I'm getting vibes of like you went to the beach and like mm-hmm. you forgot your swimsuit. Right. I feel like that's to me. That's where yeah. this is coming from. Yeah. Uh, the swimwear portion of this is what's throwing me is that I can't tell why they're talking about swimwear, whether it's a beach thing or whether it's a <coughs> fashion thing. So I'm kind of caught in between those two spaces. I, I, it's not coming to me naturally. So I'm I'm going to gently tap the, the hint button. OK, I'm going to say. It's, this might be an easy one, but Alice Eve is your hint. Alice Eve. That sounds very simple. Why does that sound so like Alice Eve? What is movie Alice is Eve Alice is Eve hint? in that yeah. this is in? Okay, I'm gonna put my guess out there because I Come can't on. stop thinking Give it about to it. Don't be scared. Um, Marcus, is this Miss Congeniality? It is not, but that's a great movie. That is a great movie. It is okay. not a great movie, great guess. I, I, I know her movie. most from Star Trek into Darkness. It's Both. definitely not that. Uh, that's true. I I got I got. I don't think she was in this, but I'm just gonna go for it. Pain and Gain by Michael Bay. Uh, Oh no, that's a great guess too. But no, okay, this is she's out of my league. Oh, I don't know if y'all have seen this. That is that feels older. (laughs) It is. It's a. It's like one of those halfway. This came out in 2010. I nope. see that. It's nope. good. Jay Porchell. It's uh, Miller. I've seen it twice. Um, so the reason why I'm laughing is oh. because Brian, I almost want to create a little window that is the pain and gain <laughs> guess count because I feel like you no. guessed that movie you do at, guess least, least, do I really? at least three times. <laughs> You've guessed that movie three times, which do is I, hilarious. Really? Like you have like like times. recently too. Yeah. Yeah, not and that's no shocking about pain and gain, no. but I was I, like, I thought you, I, like, I thought you ripped me up for saying everything. Every quote you have, Doug, I feel like is John Cusack related. <laughs> I, I like made a mental <laughs> effort to be like Brian. Don't you dare mention John Cusack. Brian like, is definitely categorizing us. Oh, he's, well, he's, now, the, he's categorizing us for now sure. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna start now I'm gonna start saying like don't remind yourself, Brian. Right before this isn't pain and gain. It's is not pain and gain. gain. It's not John Cusack. Say. Two, the two rules of uh, not Bills the random Nicolas Cage movie that he knows in the back of his head. Oh my either. gosh! I well, I I also let off the gas on he the Nick Cage stuff did. too. That's like I, I you got you're in my head, man. You gotta give him props. So we rattled you. Um. Well, you Marcus, did, yeah. Celebrate the return of Black yeah. History Year because Black we made History it. Year is it never went strong. anywhere. You know what yeah, I mean? Live and well. Um, gentlemen, we have a movie to get to. Damn right. Um, and we covered and saw um 
the most recent Marvel Studios movie, The Eternals. And we all saw this in theaters because it was the only place that it was released. There you have the poster yep. for this movie. Um, and gentlemen, my question is, uh, can we get a barbershop summary from oh Marcus Delson for this yeah. particular film. I was thinking because... about this during the movie. <laughs> like, I was like, I need a barbershop. Like, Man. I need a barbershop summary yeah. in the middle of this movie. And I wish Marcus was here to do that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right, Marcus. Give it to us. <laughs> May the force be with you. So what had happened was um, there's this movie about these heroes or villains, or whatever they are. It's all about a, a matter of perspective. It's whatever you want it to be. It's like art, right? So anyway, there's this movie, and and and, and Marvel has been hyping this movie up, and it's this very beautiful. It's a beautiful movie with beautiful effects, um, and a a uh, cast filled with superstars, like literally probably the most jam packed. Um, Marvel movie like right out the gate yep. over the time over time obviously like those actors became real big 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 and and they that's what they were known for but this movie is right out the gate star studded uh, because so basically what happens is th there's Earth Earth is always in some bullshit so Earth Earth is like playground and Celestials need to be born because when Celestials are born then they birth billions of lives and universes and all this other shit. It's like the big ass life cycle. So there's this um there's this there's seven people. Okay. Uh Ajak is the leader of this group and, and Ajak is the leader and she got a circle that come out her throat so she can talk to God. Yep. So then like when the circle comes out her throat to talk to God, like his name is Ishmael. Well no that's his name is not Ishmael. That's, it's a that's that's a different else. book. <laughs> that's that's something else. Uh different so, religious text. So um she talks to this to this red red being, right? This red sentient being, and he's telling them like, yo, basically, he's a giant farmer or a gardener or some shit. Like they basically they put seeds in the earth and then like human beings and the way we evolve and shit like that that's what the eternals are made for to help human beings evolve over time like through technology through communication through all these different areas and they they're that seed that's planted that celestial being in the middle of the earth the humans are like we are gardening we are the water to that and then eventually the motherfucker wakes up and destroys the earth and the eternals die so basically you get this big movie right with all mm -hmm. these pretty ass people and they yeah. have all these different types of powers and they go and find out like oh we just we killed all these deviants and and the deviants are dead now so now y'all go ahead and live your separate lives they go on to live separate lives and realize they ain't really did shit with themselves well some of them haven't done shit with themselves and some of them have like tried to find life and whatever that means so <coughs> two people are in love they have sex in the stand and then <coughs> and then there's like um the other groups like they go and find love amongst each other but then the people who had sex in the stand and were married they broke up she finds a new boyfriend didn't tell the new boyfriend who is kit harrington that yo i am also uh eternal and i can turn rock in the sand or rock in the yeah. sand she went down this whole thing and then there's like all of these other eternals they all have different powers they all have different things but the biggest one is um icarus who was in love with Xerxes, um, Icarus and Xerxes love each other. He left. He left because he was like following Ajax and he thought he was going to be next in line, but Ajax picked somebody else who really cared about the humans, but then they need to come together because there's a new deviant in town who's healing himself and he got gold teeth like a gold grill, but then he's like absorbing all of these, like all of their powers together. So while he's absorbing the powers, they come together like, yo, we got to do this thing, but then it turns out Icarus is a bitch and he's been stalling the whole time because he's <laughs> like, yeah, got you. I'm the one that killed Ajax. I pushed her over 
over the uh, over the little ledge. You know what I mean? And she was like, "Oh shit, you like you kill Ajax? I thought we loved each other." And then like, okay, cool. They went on with that. Sprite, who is a little kid, is in love with Icarus, and then they go on together. And then she's like, "Yo, I'm gonna go with you." He's like, "Hey, you know I can't touch you, right? Because like you're a kid." And she's like, oh, man, "I'm like a million years old." He's like, "Yeah, but." In the movie, you're a kid, so I can't do that. So then, like, all these people go their separate directions and all their separate ways. And it's like the whole movie is about do they want to wake the celestial? They find out they're all sex dolls. So, like, they like are all wow. the being created, all of these, like, they're not really human, they're aliens, and he created them not to evolve. <laughs> and then, like, he created deviants, but then he fucked up with the deviants and created eternals, and then they find out their <laughs> memories are stored on the old planet but they really are just robots that's just walking around having sex in the sand and they really not meant to evolve like literally that was the whole goal so he made eternals to stop the deviants so that the eternals could do their job the planet blows up and then they go to a different planet and reset their whole memory somebody got amnesia there's a it's a whole lot of shit going hey you know what that's pretty good (laughs) there's pretty good i would like to point out uh one thing is that when when Sprite goes off with Icarus, Marcus turns to me in the theater and he goes, "Is Icarus about to be the next R. Kelly?" And that is, oh wow, <laughs> that was just I I had a hard time Who's laughing at together. That? Nobody I was laughing. Who's laughing? I was laughing at that. Um, but that's it, that's it, it, it was they had it. Um, it was weird. It was weird. It was. And the name of the god, the name of the celestial that they serve is Arishem. Um, and just to give you all a rundown of the cast in this, Gemma Chan plays Cersei. Richard Madden plays Icarus. Angelina Jolie plays Thena. Salma Hayek plays Ajak. Kit Harrington plays uh, Dane Whitman, Kumail Nanjiani plays Kingo, Leah McHugh plays Sprite, Brian Tyree Henry plays Fa- Fastos, Lauren Ridloff plays Makari, Barry Keegan plays Druig, Druig, Ma Dong Siok plays Gilgamesh, um, and that's pretty much kind of the rundown um, of your of who are the main Eternals in this. Um, yeah. Just to kind of give you all some what fast. Who has Bill Skarsgård in this? Does anybody know why? I'm pretty sure he's the well. Voice? The we're gonna spoil this. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. That. Yeah. I, I mean, like way. spoiler warning. We're we're gonna dive in to everything, and I feel like yeah. there's major spoilers for this movie. Uh, so turn back or pause, go see the movie and come back. So, uh, the spoiler is that he was like the intelligent deviant. Uh, oh, really? That, he was that voice. That I get that. I didn't either. That makes sense. Like, that, I, that I was paging sense, through stuff and I was like, yeah. oh, that's who you were. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I have thoughts about that deviant, but yeah, that yeah. makes, that makes uh, yeah. a lot of sense. Um, to give everybody quick fast facts before we talk about really get into the nitty gritty of the movie. Um, this movie was the fourth highest rated um, movie um, as far as box office is concerned. They say that they had an estimated budget of around $200 million. And I over, the course, it. Uh, over the course of this past weekend, it made $71 million um, domestically and $171 million worldwide. Um, like it I said, it is. That. It's opening below Black Widow, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, and it's also opening under Venom, Let There Be Carnage. So It's opening under Venom? Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yep, it goes Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and Venom, and then Eternals. Wow. Um, 
But the other thing to note, it is the third Disney movie, Disney owned cat, like um, category or uh, what? I don't know what word I'm looking for. Property. Um, Yeah, it's the third. It's the third one in four months that's come out. Um, Disney got all that shit in the vault. Yeah, all that shit. Um, So, gentlemen, let's kind of get it off to a high note and let's just get into Eternals and just start off like we usually do. Please, I want to pose a question. Okay, please. I want to I want to discover and figure this movie out from maybe this maybe this question. Okay. Not is it good or bad, but sure. fair. Um did did we need it? And and, and and I think that um from a perspective of cuz we can say yes, the movie was good. It's a Marvel property. So two questions. Did we need it and can Marvel admit when they fail? So I just want to put those two in the air. Fair question. And maybe just like and discuss around those two things just as we're going through, because that's that yeah. that has been the biggest questions for me. There seems to be always an excuse on Marvel side. If like, let's say a movie is not good. Yeah. Like Thor, Thor uh, two dark world, dark world is we just, I mean, everybody, that seems to be Thor, a general consensus world. that that's kind of bad. Some people say Iron Man two. Some people say Iron, Iron Man three. Man um, and so, you know, I, I just want to know, can Marvel admit, you know, is there a scenario where Marvel just fails? And like, is this movie not good or bad? But was it necessary? Yeah, great question. And I think before I answer that, I think, well, I'll just I'll jump in and I'll I'll answer it from my perspective. I think this is very much like Thor. This is very much like Iron Man, where Marvel and Kevin Feige know the answer to that question, mm-hmm. but we as an audience do not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I feel like we're going to look back on this. This is this is like a long play like yep. back in 2024 like in 2024 when we get Fantastic 4 they're going to be like fucking remember this and I'm be like no goddamn it like I don't remember that. Like watch this. Like hey, you remember when I did this? It's like no, I I don't remember when you did this or really the next big test is going to be like it can't it's not going to be spider-man that's too small too that's too that's too small pond problem like at least as far as we can tell right like so i don't know it's hard to say i mean it does certainly look like um that from that post credit scene it looks like that individual because i don't want to talk about that like give that away right now yeah, but like yeah. it certainly looks like that individual was time traveling I mean, oh, based I, on how the, what I got, based on how he entered, that's what I got. That'll be but... interesting. I think we discussed we, that well, let's later. Let's circle back. Yeah, let's yeah circle I back think we that discussed then. that later. And I and I and I really asked that question because I don't know. The Eternals is a weird movie. Like, let's let's yeah. let's, let's get no, into it. No, it is. It's we, it's capital it's weird. W weird. It's yeah. very strange, and it's like I don't know what to do with it. It's it's so. It, I think Doug is correct. It, obviously, this will matter down the road right? right and it seems like marvel is trying to do it's like marvel knows its expiration date and they are trying to do every scenario that they can like you want fantastic four great you're gonna get it you want spider-man meet the multiverse okay great you're gonna get it so like i don't know what's coming down the pipeline to be honest with you yeah but when i look at eternals and i woke up the next morning and was thinking about like how do you address this on a podcast it's a star-studded cast Everything looks beautiful. Everybody's yeah. acting for the most part is like really good. It, you know, it, not really. I'm yeah. not gonna say really good, but like the yeah. acting is good. It's decent acting from the people yeah. who expect it to be from. Yeah. But I don't know what to do with this movie and how do I call something a success or a failure? 
That's fair. That's a very I, fair question. Would, right? And there's middle and there's middle ground because this is films in black right. and white. But yes, yeah. I, I think what's what's difficult to answer your question. I, I I'll answer your question as I'm talking about like the good of the movie and like do I think Marvel can admit a defeat? I don't think they'll ever talk about it genuinely unless Kevin Feige resigns and writes his tell all book and be like, yo, that Thor, that Thor dark world. Oh my gosh. Let me give you all the tea yeah. here. It was awful. Yeah. Um, like, I don't think that'll ever happen until that particular moment. Yeah. I think what's important though, is that this movie was super ambitious. This, mm -hmm. I mean, right yeah. off, right out of the gate, yeah. you get, scrawling text yeah. i have a lot of thoughts on that scrolling and text. i don't think a marvel movie's done that no. I, I think marvel has played with the formula a little bit ever they since did. they've been doing the bumper yeah. um before the movie or a show loki they turned it green mm -hmm. uh yeah. i'm pretty sure there's been something else but none i have never been in a marvel experience where it's like all right y'all buckle up we're gonna talk about some stuff First off, there's the Eternals. Second, there's this A guy that I'm forgetting the name of. Arishem. Arishem. Yep. Third, they're going to another planet. Yep. Okay, remember that. Here we go. You know, and it's just like, oh. And to me, I smiled because I was like, oh, this is going to be so weird. Like, yeah. and I got excited about that. I, and I'm with you. I, it's, I can't say if this is like a good movie or a bad movie. And I'm not saying that as an out because like, Mm -hmm. For better or worse, Chloe Zhao made a film that feels like a like a like a religious text. Yes, like that's yes. what it feels like to me. Yes, yeah. Um, with all of the pitfalls and highs of reading a religious text, because yeah. like, yeah, for myself, I yeah. Uh, what's the best way to put this? I took a class in undergrad where I had to read a bunch of religious literature. And yeah. long story short, like y'all, some of those books are real dense and some of them are like, all right, we're going to tell you a story. It's not going to directly relate. That's what this movie felt like. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. is this going to be important later? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Yeah. So that's like, yeah. that's my first impression of it. I'll talk more about it. But like, that's why it's so hard to just kind of be like, I love this movie. Or like, mm -hmm. you know, have the initial Black Widow knee jerk that we had. Yeah. Like, yeah. None of that is here because it was just like, okay, I feel yeah. like I just read through a tome. Yes. Yeah. And I that think, was great, Brian. I think oh, the other thanks. areas is like when I'm not sure how to grade this, because I mean, I think there's two grading systems, right? I think mm -hmm. there is the like the same way we would compare other movies like the same like base that runs through which is like photography script acting right. directing like those yeah. type of things those are easy answers for me like i enjoyed yeah. them and thought that they were well done and i thought yeah. that they were well executed the other grading the other report card though i have to look at is the marvel report card Ooh. and because this movie is so unique in its execution and so unique in what it brings that's a hard report card to fill out because <laughs> it checks a lot of the boxes, but there's also mm -hmm. some ones that it tries to write in where you're like, wait, what? Like, mm -hmm. and so, but this is like from just doing like to try to read up on the Eternals a little bit, sort of in preparation for the pod. Right. I mean, you guys like the Eternals is weird. Like the comic yeah. book in and of itself is weird. Like, yeah. and not bad weird, but like the deviants are, 
humanoid and they basically fucking fight one another like all the time <laughs> like that's all it is at, at some point in time the celestials get pissed off at the watchers and they're like hey fuck you like right. and they just fight each other like that's literally <laughs> like what happens so fuck you and so it it's it's kind of it it's capital w weird across the board so that's a good place to start though marcus like that's a good initiating question of like thank you trying to unpack this but that's that's kind of some additional thoughts i have is like the the cinema report card i can grade that easy the marvel report card is tough i they shot a ton of scenes at like the magic hour of sunset i I mean the movie is Mm -hmm. from a color palette like i'm excited to watch this on my tv because i feel like i i felt like I don't know if other people felt this and maybe this is my like astigmatism talking, but like, I was like, some of this is getting really dark and I'm just having a hard yeah. time uh-huh. seeing some of this stuff, yeah. but like, yeah. I get what you're going for yeah, and I appreciate it. And like, you're going to hear this th- from me throughout the whole podcast, but like, I'm going to reward the ambition because like, I, oh, I yeah. can't say I've seen another Marvel film that's that true. does this, that's yeah. trying to tell a story like this, yeah. Uh, yeah. that focused on it that much. So I'm excited to watch it on my TV where I can like at least up the brightness a little bit so I can yeah. see it a little bit more clear because there's yeah. some beautiful stuff in there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they set they they shot on location in an island in Spain and wow. they also shot on location like two to another another island in that part of the world. And they just said, like, this is are going to be our substitute for yeah. like Babylon and for that last fight. And that's right. that's ambitious to say, like, yeah. they've found it. And so, um, yeah, it's I mean, it's for sure. It's tough. It's tough to to try and do that. But you're right, Brian. Like, I think I'll always reward ambition. Like, I'll yeah. always reward a director and a production team that's willing to say, like, let's do something bold and different. Um, and that's, that brings up a whole other set of questions I have about this, which was when this movie first came out and people were reviewing it and they were writing spoiler free reviews. One review that came out said your traditional Marvel fan will have a hard time connecting with this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, I mean, I see why they say that, but I'm also kind of like, I have some other thoughts on that, but I, I get the comment. I mean, my my thing, my thing. Okay, so here's my perspective. I'm a Marvel fan. I love comic books. Never have I ever touched an Eternal comic book or read read a Marvel Eternals. So me coming into this is I don't know shit about shit. Oh, right. It's like this is a new ride for me. It's like okay, cool. With Black Widow, you could kind of assume what the story is there, and it was kind of told and sprinkled throughout other Marvel movies of like what was anticipated, and then their conclusion was, "Hey, remember all those things you heard about? We're going to tell you about it, like how it led up to those things that you are more familiar with." This one was like, "We have seven, we have seven to eight new characters. (laughs) All of them have backstories, and all of them do something different and have lived different lives." Yeah, and that's just within the first hour, maybe, of that movie that they have to like. Yeah. Go through the background and then the background of the characters themselves too. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I. One thing I do appreciate is like I, I know some people were very mixed about this or felt Gemma Chan was a little flat, but I, I liked Gemma Chan. I, I mm-hmm. liked her I vibe. I, I. Again, this is going back to like, like yeah, her performance. I like it was it was fine. I I believed her. I just. I liked her character and her arc because I feel like 
I feel like a lot of the time when you think of like any movie and you think of like a leader, because she eventually takes the leadership of the Eternals. You usually yeah. see leaders that are like these flag wavers or like, I'm confident in this decision. And she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I just I just became the leader. I have no clue if what we're doing is the right thing. But this is what I feel. Yeah. And as like a leadership educator, I think that's really important to see on the screen. And I think it's mm -hmm. even more powerful seeing like a, a woman of color just be like, yeah, I don't know, but this is what we're doing and we're mm -hmm. going to go for it. And yeah. I, I reward that. That is something I really liked. And I can honestly say, I don't really think I've seen that in a, in a Marvel movie or a big budget production. Yeah. Um, that's fair. And I think that was good. And I think that was a swing that paid off for me. I also think the thing here is I don't think we're done with her story. No. Uh, no. And I want to know more about, I want to know more about Cersei and yeah. what, is what her future is and maybe what more of her past is. Yeah. I mean, I also would like to know what's happening with Fastos because they left that poor man in South Dakota and I, I'm genuinely worried for him that was... and his children's safety. <laughs> that scene <clears throat> when, when motherfucking Ajax rode in on a horse in South Dakota, first of all, Doug was like, is that Christy Nome? And she did look like Christy Nome. She, she in fact, I mean, they probably took inspiration like from it. Like, yep. Matthew that woman. Don't yep. Do uh -huh. that. Um, and so <laughs> it was South Dakota, and we were like yeah. in the theater, like, yeah, South Dakota. <laughs> like, it was so weird. It was yeah, so a lot weird. of people were like, Hey, look uh, at us, right? In a Marvel movie, but uh, yeah, but Brian nothing ever happens in fucking South Dakota. So I was trying to figure out whose idea was it? Who was in the writer's room? Like, you know, we should put Ajax, South Dakota. <laughs> I and think she I had mean, cowboy boots and everything. Yeah, I feel like they needed to pick something. They were like, well, what's reclusive enough? Like, what state would be reclusive enough to cause a problem? Um, let's go to South Dakota. There's nothing yeah. there. And I'm like, you all have never been here. Like, yeah. I'm actually shocked it wasn't like Wyoming or something. Yeah, yeah that feels far like, more. You know? Yeah. But um, but yeah, but that, that was a fun little shout out. You should have been there when the crowd in the theater kind of went like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and our theater is weird because it's not weird, but it is weird. It's like small town. It's a small town theater, right? So they don't laugh at the moments that I know are meant to be laughing right. punch yes. moments, like when you're in a bigger theater or a bigger city. Um, but that was one of the ones where everybody's kind of like, yeah, South it was Dakota. Weird. Like, random. It was just very random. Very random. <laughs> What's um, funny is when Chicago came up, there was no response. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'd have been in the back. Welcome to Chirac, bitch. <laughs> that was just it. Um, but gentlemen, <laughs> gentlemen, we I mean the other things that I think are interesting about this is like yeah. just the what they did with some of the characters, and I, not this isn't bad, but I just think if we're asking questions, I think it was an interesting choice to cast Angelina Jolie. And I want to yeah. just talk about yes. her just for a second. Yeah. Because I love her as an actress. I think she's she's got some outstanding range. What Which I think was, was really interesting is that we brought her in essentially for the payoff to be let's I want you to be able to cry when I need you to during that time, like yeah. during that death scene in the woods. And that seems very like that's why she I don't I yeah. just thoughts on her overall from you all. Um, anybody could have played like they had amnesia or mad, mad wild or whatever it is. Um, I just feel like 
Angelina Jolie just, I feel like she did that for the check. Like she did it. I don't yeah. know what was the pitch would be my question. Yeah. Right? So I don't want to assume, but like when they came to her and she was like, yo, we have this fantastic script for you. You're yeah. not the lead. You're not even the second lead. You're not really even the third lead in this yeah. movie. Um, but you're like co-fifth. You're- yeah. <laughs> like I don't even <laughs> like also on fifth lead. Well, you technically share it. You share it. Yeah, um, it's not just you, like somebody else is there, but yeah. if it helps you. But like if, if that's what you want to put on your resume, that's perfectly fine. But like it just seemed like she went through this movie and Angelina Jolie could give a hundred percent, but she was just cruise, she was on cruise control at like 70%. I, I don't know if I, to me she had a gravity. She had a gravity and a and a force that she brought to the role mm-hmm. that I don't know if I could have seen another actress do easily or do well for what sure. was needed. I think that is very difficult knowing the the things that are needed to be done. Sorry, I'm looking at Marcus's video and he's looking up. Um looked like someone was above him. My my main train of thought though was like essentially that she gave it she gave it this seriousness that that worked for me. Did I like her like subplot and arc? Not really. I I think it's one of my biggest critiques of the film. I don't know. I I don't know if Chloe Zhao this was something that like was really close to her or if it's if it matters for Mm -hmm. some reason, but I was just like it seems really plot convenient to like have her forget and attack her friends at convenient times, but not other yeah. times. And it's like this yeah. unnecessary tension when we already have this, we already have stakes. We don't need Angelina yeah. Jolie going yeah. berserk. Like, well, okay. Big, well, that's my like, thing though, Brian is like, okay. If it, it feels like she's attacking her friends should mean more to me when she attacked them. It looked like she just swing, swinging at strangers. Like it don't, yeah. I didn't really feel the, um, the weight of how important it is that she's attacking her friends, except with Gilgamesh. That was the yes. only relationship that I felt was yes. evolved. But when it came to everybody else, it was kind of like they were just like that. Like that's they're more distant. I don't know. Maybe that was it, on purpose. Maybe it, that's the plot. I don't know. It kind yeah. of feels like when you have two friends that like start getting into a fight. You're like, what? 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 Yes. What is happening here? Yes. You're, like you as an audience member, you're like, has she done this before? Like, yes. is what's yeah. happening here? Because you haven't had that much time with it. I, I mean. What's up? I think you just like I'm having once again discovering this in real time. Go you know what it. it felt like watching this movie? What's that? It felt like it felt like I was invited to a party where the friend group knew each other and I didn't know shit about anybody. <laughs> like I just got perfect. the invite that's, from maybe I knew Xerxes perfect. and Xerxes was like, Hey, you should come to this party. You're cool enough. Like yeah. we're work friends. And I'm like, okay, cool. But then I get there and go on this full journey where it's like, um, what the fuck is going on around here? <laughs> So y'all do this all the time? So this is like the norm? Like, I'm used to, like, Thor and them. Like, I party right. with those guys before. But, like, this one, it seems like there's a lot right. of history here that I just don't <laughs> feel like I'm at the right party. Is that a child? Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know. It, no, it really feels... It, it, you absolutely nailed it. Like, it really feels like, oh, that's Icarus. Don't talk to him. He's just kind of mean. Like, if... Cer- <laughs> By the way, Cersei is the one that invited you to the party. Yes. She is oh. the nice one that yes. like is open yeah. to everybody. You get along with Fastos. Um, Ajax yeah, is like, oh, it's nice you're here, but I'm like, I'm not gonna get to know you. Oh, like, yes. you're not gonna well, be around. 
Um, I think I would yeah, cut. like that. That is absolutely the vibe, Marcus. It's, I definitely think you cracked part of this egg. Absolutely. I think. I think I, I'm gonna. I think Ajax is. I think Ajax is the like. Okay, guys. Now we're gonna go into the kitchen to try the charcuterie board. Is everybody having a good time? Yes. She's, she's the one the fucking glue. checking in with yes. everybody. Ajax is the glue. She's she didn't sit in one room and make sure no. one particular person or group is good. Yeah. She's gonna bounce around. She's got to spread the joy. <laughs> she she was the one who said to to Cersei. She said, "All right, well, if you want to have one, I'm not going to invite people. That's on you." Like, yes. and she secretly planned everything else. Yes. yes. So yes. that's what this but, whole movie felt like. Yes, which is you know, it absolutely is this like thing of like, I, am I intruding? I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> it, it sounds like y'all have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. But then, like, like Thena's like, it's fine. You can stay here. Like, yes. this we're messy, right? Um, that's just yeah. That's absolutely the vibe, Marcus. You 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 nailed it. I think yeah. I'm probably latching on to either Druig or Thena in that in that whole party scenario. Okay. I can see that for sure. Druig's my fucking vibe, man. Like he's really? absolutely yeah. He's absolutely <laughs> the guy my who vibe. I thought was gonna be the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's absolutely my. You bad. know what's funny? I didn't think that at all, Brian. I kept and saying I Marcus. called. I called Icarus. I said I leaned over to Doug and said. Watch it be this motherfucker who's the bad guy. Because first of all, <laughs> true, I said, said that, that. Because, and, and the reason why I said it was because not no real deduction skills. I said, this guy's way too pretty. He was way it's too fucking handsome. Literally what he said. He, yeah. just, he looked in one shot that was unrelated. Marcus just goes, God, he's so pretty. Like he's it's just out of nowhere. He's annoyingly he's handsome. Man. Like, yeah. God, even at least Kit Harrington was like, okay, he's like rough. He's kind of like that rough, oh. sexy. Like people like that little grungy, sexy look. This yes. guy was clean cut, that had the perfect sexy. gray streak in his hair, like fucking yep. Superman coming down. Yep. Like, fuck you, Icarus, why you look so good? <laughs> I mean, that's a fair question. That's a fair question. I and I read an interview, and Chloe Zhao based parts of Icarus yes. on on the yes, DC Zack Snyder yeah. Superman, oh, which you. I feel like we've thank come you. full circle. Thank like, you. thank you. I want to say that Superman in some form or fashion has inspired Kevin Feige and the Marvel universe. And they, cause they have his quote from um, Richard Donner, I think right above the, right yep. above the um, one of their offices or some shit like that. And right then on. Zack Snyder is referenced this Superman, Zack Snyder, Superman specifically was yep. the source for this. And I, yep. you can see it through and through. Like, absolutely. Thank you. I'm gonna Thank take you. a. I'm gonna take a shot. Oh, weird! The Superman character gets drunk with power and tries to ruin everything. No, no, that's not what this was. No. That, that's what was, this was. That's not that what this was. was. Okay, he's still look. You, we just got done. Saying. He did not. No, no, no. He did not get drunk with power. He, he was following orders. Here's what. Here's here's my perspective of how I followed that because a yeah. lot of this to me. I felt, and maybe it's my perspective and my personal background. So this will be my little bubble, my little. I'm square, so right? curious to hear the three of us do this. Yeah, there is a, um, there was a lot of the religious part. Yeah, you that said that we out, out firmly. You know what I mean? So for me, it was like Icarus knew one thing. Yep. Icarus knew only one thing, and from my perspective, it's like, what happens when that one thing you know is questioned or yep. it fails you? Because That's I don't have anything else to fall back on question. when the person who taught yep. me everything and the person who passed this down, they no longer believe in the same mission and the vision that you taught me. And it was the only thing that I fell back on. Yep. So what happens when I have to then be the person to say this is right because it has to be. But also I'm bad. I'm battling these other emotions that I know 
fuck, I really love this woman. Right. I love this woman yeah. that will do anything, even if it means questioning and putting aside my personal beliefs for something that I don't even know if it's really real or not. Yeah. yeah. That's so fair. the whole yeah. movie, like that was my, it was like more of a religious thing. And like, I could hear the, the unity part and coming together and how important it is to be different and believing in different things. And I don't want my belief to intrude. Like they said that a few times and yeah. I absolutely get Druid. If I did have the power yeah. as a human to control everybody and tell everybody, shut the fuck up and sit down. I absolutely <laughs> would without hesitation. Yeah. I mean, well, it, it, go, ahead, go, go ahead, Doug, if you're ready. No, no I'm not. Go ahead. I, I, I think that was really powerful for me. I kind of saw it coming a little bit. I was like, mm, yeah. one of the Eternals is like, they're yeah. going to end up being yeah. the main antagonist and it's either yeah. Druig or Icarus. Cause Icarus just, it has this vibe of he knows best. Mm. And I don't really feel to me responding to your statement, Doug, I don't feel like he got drunk with power. I feel like I, I feel like he, he was told what the mission was. He knew what needed to be done sure. and then here's this person that he loves cersei played by Gemma chan who's like nah this is messed up like mm -hmm. this is very violent and destructive and we can stop this cycle of of just pure chaos of violence yeah. and she takes a stand and and he he can't do that like it just yeah. It just like cracks him a little bit and yeah. is like the best way I can describe it. Like it just it just kind of starts to spread and grow kind of like a plant. And yeah, it, it 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 just it works for me because he is he is committed to this mission. They've, mm -hmm. they've spent seven thousand years doing yeah. this and to have the leader of his group say, actually, this is messed up and we need to find a way to stop it. Something for some people, I understand that they would react in a way where it's like, no, I I refuse and yeah. we're going to keep well, doing it this yeah. way. Yeah. It may, I don't know. It was one of the more believable villain turns in, in Marvel, yes. but also just like in recent media for me. Yeah. This 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 movie had an ethical component where it asked several challenging ethical yes. questions for people to consider and ponder. And I am. I am not here to say whether or not um, what those choices are and whether they're right or wrong. Cause yes, I think right. some of those ethical dilemmas are up to the individual making those decisions. Absolutely. Um, I think that is part of the reason why some people may have had a hard time connecting with it. They felt like they were yes. getting preached, preached at for two and a half hours. Like, and I don't disagree. And there, and that's, and that's hard. But I I agree I agree with both of y'all's sentiments with this idea of like what happens. I mean, you never ever once doubt yourself, right? Yes. Like there right. are you know Brian, uh, Marcus and I listened to another podcast called um, Ear Biscuits by the folks who do Good Mythical Morning, and oh, the, yeah. the question that they bring up when they were talking about their faith was this idea of like. Um, and go listen to their episode on it. It's mm. really, really great. But it's this idea of like, you ask the question, like, what if what I believe isn't right? Like, what mm. if I, be what if, what if I'm wrong? And I think that's the dilemma that we watched all of these folks go through is like, they asked themselves that question and people came to different conclusions. I mean, um, Kumail yeah. Nanjiani's character was definitely like, it really doesn't matter whether or not I'm right or wrong. I'm just right. not going to participate in it. And like, and that is one of the best parts of the movie. And realistic. I wish they would have focused on it just a tad more. Cause mm -hmm. I, yes. that, 
was incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah. His yeah. his was was great. I think I there mean, were other the... people. Go ahead, Marcus. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No. Oh, what I was gonna say is I thought like, and then to juxtapose that with like Sprite, who right. was very much like the right or wrong doesn't matter. This person thinks it right. It's right, and that's yeah. good enough for me. Right. And I think that there are there are so many interesting spectrums of this along that like what motivates you to make the decisions you're going to make. So um, just interesting. Marcus, please. Yeah. Um, and doing, and, and that's, abs- and I think that that's absolutely correct. And one of the reasons I do enjoy this movie and I think I'll have to watch it again is it's all of these people represent some type of human emotion or human, human thought process. Mm-hmm. It's like Icarus is like, this is the thing that I know. And it's not just like a religious thing. It's like, what if the politics you believe in is wrong? What if the stance that you hold morally yes. is just dead? It's like, it's not just not the right thing. And it's not from a, um, it's an opinion state. Like this thing was, hey, we've lived amongst these people. We have learned from them. We watched them. We, we've helped them. And to still then believe in this thing that, hey, in the end, I still got to do what I got to do. That's a why. It's a wild thing to think about as a human to be like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Just as an example, and not saying that, you know, believe in what you believe, but if I go into a situation where if we're talking politics and I'm talking to somebody who loves me and they, they, they're with me, they work with me, they see me every day, but then choose to go with something that could be harmful to me in the end, but they, they just cannot go the yeah. other, like they just can't go the other way because it's so instilled and it's so embedded that's a that's an interesting position to be in that is can't like yeah. I, I can't just point the finger at you and be like you're dead wrong like yeah. I, everybody's got context everybody's got background and all of them to me lived and had a dip when icarus disappeared he disappeared with ajax to do the mission when yeah. fucking fastos disappeared he disappeared to find life and find love yeah and, and after being disappointed everybody yeah. had different missions and different yeah. ways on how they figured shit out yeah I, I think that that is a, that is a fantastic point. And I think that that's why, like, as I sit and I sort of unpack this alongside all of you is that this was a thinker and it was nice to, it was nice to have a thinker in a superhero container. Like it was nice to have something that challenged the way that I looked at things, um, in a, in a fun Marvel box. But you're, I think the weirdness at times is so prevalent that I think that it's just a lot to have to sort through. Um, Especially a regular. And if you're not trying to go to a movie and think about this, I could see how this would be a turnoff. If you don't want to, just like Doug, Doug yeah. O'Brien said, if you don't want to be preached, this movie is two hours and... 34 30 minutes, minutes. 34 minutes? This is That's a lot of time to try to figure out life. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that, that's a lot. Well, like, yeah, in the midst of a global pandemic. I, right. You know, I also feel like I feel like it's important to say that I don't know if it's preachy as it is. It 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 doesn't kind of give you the moral dilemma until like the last 45 minutes. Oh, sure. Or then it's just it's a lot of info. So much information. Yeah. So then it kind of surprises you a little bit of like, oh, this is a question. And for myself, Mm. I didn't struggle like. Oh, this is where I'd be, or where where would I be? I saw some people having a conversation on Twitter of like, I don't know, and I'm like, oh, maybe this is why this part of the movie didn't like go a hundred over a hundred for me, because like I am like in line with Cersei, like that is, yeah. oh yeah, 
Mm-hmm. There, there's no daylight there. Like Cersei's yeah. talking, she's like, "Well, yeah, clearly we can't keep doing this." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, who would disagree with that?" Right. And then you, here you have Kingo, who's just like, "Nah, I'm out." And I'm like, "What? Like, yeah. what, yeah. dude? You were cool, man. Yeah. I thought you were cool." And then here's yeah. Icarus, and I'm like, "Oh, you're a jerk. Like, yeah. how could you? Do, you know?" And yeah. I don't know if that's the emotional journey they expected the audience to go on, but I know for some people that was a question, and mm-hmm. it was like, "Oh, like." if you are unpacking this, I guess there's like a lot of different viewpoints. And that's one of the things this movie could do. Cause it had seven characters. Had seven like characters. there was so much dimension and I'm finally coming to my comparison that I promise is worth the wait. This feels like the movie people wanted civil war to be. That's <laughs> oh, like the ethical dilemma portion. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. Because in the comics, civil yes. war does get into the it differences between does freedom and free will and like what is the right amount yeah. of governance for yeah. people and not just this... one tabletop conversation with general ross at, in the right movie. basically right. civil war basically boiled it down to like you can't tell us what to do which is fine <laughs> i support that right. statement and is a lot i i can and in this essay i will but uh i'm just kidding <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Did you bring uh, your soapbox into the room with you? Pretty much. I mean, and that turns into everything about <laughs> climate, 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 climate. That turns into Bucky, right? Like yeah. the conversations we wanted to have get cut short because it's like all about Bucky, which yeah. is fine. But this movie actually delivers on like, here's the superhero moral quandary go. And there's right. not, it's super messy. And that's the thing yeah. I appreciated about it was like, it was super messy and there were some people that struggled with it. And you had a character that was like, I'm out. Like, I'm not going to fight you. Like, this is what I believe, but I'm not going to fight you. I've known you for 7,000 years. Like, and it, that familial dynamic was oddly familiar, but still foreign. And I appreciated that. And I think the other thing that Brian, I think to kind of like piggyback off of what you were saying is like, I think, and maybe to amend my previous statement of the preachiness of this is I think oh, that good. I think that the the last part you're right maybe isn't super preachy across that. I just think that there are moments where it causes you to ask like main ethical question. There are other ethical questions that are yes. adjacent mm. to that. Yes, because yes. each character gets an opportunity to make a choice. Yes. Like like um like Fastos, he's standing in Hiroshima going, what did I do? Not what did we do? Not what did they do? I did this and losing faith in other people based on how they use your idea or how they use your concept or how they use your, in his case, the technology that Mm -hmm. he introduced helped them advance. That is an incredible question that, they never really like gave you closure on because they're moving towards this larger. Que- they're moving towards this larger question, which is fine. I'm not. I'm not saying that that's bad. I just think that those type of dilemmas are in there, and having so many of those questions, having six other questions like that right. over time, is is hard to to try to answer. The other thing is their powers. Also, this was I meant to say this earlier. While it is as a human, it, it, you know, it can be easy to either pick a side, pick a side. You either do this or you do that. Right. right? Sometimes, sometimes for, for some, um, <clears throat> their powers add another layer as in, into mm-hmm. things that I think that people don't think about. Right. And, and as much as people, I believe people want to be superheroes. People want to be invincible. Yeah. People want to be powerful in some sense. Right. Um, if you had Druid's power, 
your dilemma is a little bit different than if yeah, you had, yeah. um, um, Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. Thank you, Gilgamesh. If you had Gilgamesh's abilities, he's his is like pick him up, punch him, like that's his thing. Mm -hmm. But Druig is like, I could control all of these people, and things would be fine. That was the part I had a dilemma in. Was like, man, if I really did have Druig's power, it would be so different. But if if Icarus had Druig's power, it would be so different. Mm -hmm. If all of these people, if they swapped abilities. Shit would be so different in the way that they perceive and see things and do things and how they make decisions. Like, yeah, I think that 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 was good. I think that that's what makes the Eternals. I think that's why they have to be like when the reveal of them being essentially robots, right? Like they're created. (laughs) Yeah. When they essentially make them robots, I think they have to be or otherwise, Marcus, you're right. It is different. I think the Eternals are so interchangeable with how they were designed by the Celestial that you could take one's powers and change them around. And the result is inevitably the same because the end result is the only thing that matters. I think if these are people, like if we're talking the way Steve Rogers, if and that's why I think what, yeah. what if was such a great show. If Steve Rogers isn't Captain America and he's Iron Man, does he, ha- does he handle that the same way? Like, and I think that those questions yeah. are, are fascinating. I think question. I think they have to, the celestial has to make them robots. If they're individual people with individual characters and they develop their own characteristics over that 5,000 year span. But I think if they were powers interchanged, I think the end result is the same. I, Just my yeah, I, that's a deep, that's a, that's a deep thought process. That is a lot to unpick. <laughs> well, I also think this is a good. Yes, Doug, I agree. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know what I could add to that. Okay. I, the, the spinoff I'll make here, though, is that I do feel like it's interesting that I, I like they, they gave them all these powers. And the whole point of it was just to make sure that the humans evolve. Would, would evolve right right the powers were never for protecting the humans beyond like essentially like unless from the deviant thing yeah like a shepherd watches sheep and i did find that reveal interesting yeah and and how that related to their powers and i do agree there there's something there is something to those powers and how you how you flip them around and i i again this goes back to the info dump so it's it's like it's a deep it's a lot like basically there's a world forge they never had a home planet mm-hmm, and the no. celestials are just making these robots to essentially take care of the deviants that they originally made to like to, yep. get get these you In know the other celestial forge the born essentially yeah. i don't know if y'all ever saw the simpsons episode but essentially there's like an episode where they're like oh we have snakes better get Better yeah. get the better get yeah. the the bears or something. Oh, yeah. we have bears. Oh, well, yes. better yeah. call in the hunter. Like, and it it's, just it's the build. woman who swallowed the fly conundrum. And then yes. she swallows a spider to take care of the fly, and then a cat, the, a rooster to take yeah. care of the spider, and it's just over and over and over and over again. I, I did kind of chuckle at yeah. that in the explanation of like, yeah, oh, this, this sounds like a snake and mouse and bear situation. Mm, uh, yeah. but yeah, and then being automatons, yeah. <sighs> That yep. means that that some of the folks that we lost could possibly come back. I also feel like, and their memories are stored somewhere else, which is like that. Right. I don't even know. We don't have to unpack that. 
portion. No. I feel like they're just planting seeds right now. It has to um, be. For like later. And I, I, I guess this is coming back. Like I just, this feels like a religious text that we need to understand to understand some of the cosmic stuff that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's true. Later. Yeah. And I, I trust Marvel to tell this yeah. story. But that is what it feels like right now. It feels like religious homework, which is fine. It's yeah. here's, here's what I had a problem with. Okay. I'm go down my little two things. Okay. One, the additional character of the smart um, deviant. Okay. I just felt like yes. it's like there was no, his goal at first was I get it. But yeah. at the end, I was like, well, what the fuck was the point for you to just get sliced and diced like that? Did anybody yeah. else think that the, the, the intelligent deviant was going to be like, Yo, we should work together. That's I, was what I, that. I was expecting that payoff. That's what I thought. That's what I thought when they were on the beach and then he attacked right. Icarus and then they attacked Icarus and they were like, well, why are you protecting him? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. And I was like, I have the same question in the, in the yeah. audience. Yeah. And why they started fighting like in the middle on the beach. I was like, don't you see like they're all fighting one of them? Like, right. They figured he, it out with you. He, like, He had this big grandiose speech when he had Athena in his arms and I'm like, yeah. okay. Okay, so like, what was your whole purpose here? Just to show us that deviants were back and they're absorbed. Like, it was just too much going on. So I, I didn't like that. Um, yeah. I also did yeah. not like the idea of Sprite being in love with. <laughs> I understand the purpose. Yeah, yeah. I did not like it. Um, because I think it's, it's uncomfortable, it's, and that's it's, okay. It yeah. is. Un- it, it's very uncomfortable, and 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 more so because it is a child, and the love that you are talking about. You cannot really address it in a Marvel Disney property, like or in life, like that. Like, how do you, yeah. how do you explain I, that to children that are watching this movie? Like, I don't understand how you do that. Well, I do feel like they they hammered it home though pretty well when Sprite was like, "I'm stuck like this, but I'm seven thousand years old and I want to love and I right. want to experience yeah. these things, and I just simply can't." As I am. And I to me, Marcus, that was uh-huh. a good enough explanation. I'm also going along with like celestial seeds and planets. So like this is where I'm coming. <laughs> well, no, from. I think it's I true. think that that's a good perspective. I don't have children. So I'm all, I'm just thinking about if if there was if my siblings were here, like how do you explain that if they don't well, get yeah, that? I- I mean, Part. if it was my five-year-old, I, w- I would not want to engage that conversation. Like, right. I don't okay. think he would okay. really yeah. grasp it. Right. I mean, now, if they're, like, teenagers, I, I think that's, that's different. I think that's different. But, like, yeah. anyone under 13, I just, I feel like they're just not yeah. going to be able to get it in a narrative sense. Like, I guess my maybe. thing is, like, maybe that's I mean, in the comic, but did we need that storyline for this i disagree that's that's what i'm saying like i understand the i understand the interesting position that that is and and that is the thing that has to be addressed because sprite is does look like a child and and that's a thing my thing is do did we need this subplot (laughs) you've been trying to jump in well i just i think i think the only reason why you need it is to make the point of I think you need I think you need that subplot for two reasons. I think you need to make the point that Brian alluded to, which is the like, I'm not comfortable in the skin I've been assigned. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I need okay. to make that okay. point. Okay. Okay. I'm not comfortable. Yeah. She even outwardly says, 
why did he make me this way? Like, yeah, I'm not true. how this, this is not how I should be. Why did he make us okay. make me this way? That's a great, when I, I like want it. to, when I want to experience the world as I want to, but I'm stuck like this. So huh. I think that that's the point that was being tried to be made. I think the other, like on my end, like from the, from the like commitment to an ideology argument, I think you take this from the perspective of you need her to say sometimes it's not about what you believe. It's what somebody you love. It's it's that it's the yeah. other side of the Cersei and Icarus coin. Yeah. Damn, that was good. Okay, I was wrong. I'll admit it on the air. I, like, I <laughs> no, mean, I, no, I, it's I don't think you're, it's a you're not right or wrong. It's I mean, just well, I have gained new information that I realize my position is not deep enough. Like I really didn't yeah. understand in full what, yeah. the, but, what, what was trying to be said. But no, Marcus, I, I think what's important, though, is like you're telling this 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 religious epic tale. Right. And yeah. like we're like I also feel like for Marvel fans, we're all they're cashing in on some of the credit that mm -hmm. they've built up yeah. through everything. Yeah. Right. Black yeah. Widow for me, like that's fine. Or, or Shang-Chi or whatever, right. whatever thing you really enjoyed. And they're like, just come with us we hang know out it's us. gonna be weird yeah no it's gonna be different but just just come with us and you're like okay like this is weird but i saw it <laughs> yeah. and, and i did enjoy parts of it thank you everybody uh and, and i guess on going along this journey my point is is like i agree with you marcus did i don't know if that subplot doug i totally hear what you're saying yeah i do question if we need it You've convinced me, but I still question it. Yeah. I question why we needed the memory subplot with right. Athena. Yeah. I also question the subplot about uh, uh I'm totally blanking, but but that's okay. It'll it'll come to me. Oh, the subplot about the the deviant, the intelligent deviant that yes, yeah. I don't feel like added anything a whole to the story. Yeah. And I feel like what I feel is that I would have this is gonna be another theme, but I would have rather spent more time with Cersei connecting mm -hmm. and having her just talk about like hey like humans are great and i know my power i don't really fully understand my power but i'm gonna do i'm gonna do what i think is right even if i don't know how i'm gonna do it and i feel right. like that's a powerful message that was shown more than it was told and again this goes back to the like being different than the marvel formula right like yeah that's they are okay. trying to I, they're trying to switch it up you yeah. can tell and i i appreciate that like yeah I appreciate that we didn't need Iron Man like straight up giving us a snarky lecture about how we need to be responsible. Like I I'm okay with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and I wish we could have just had more of that uh, with Cersei, not explicitly, but in, in implicitly, I think I'm yeah. using this correctly. Yeah. So I think the one yeah. thing that I think is interesting about that, Brian is like they made and the another backup that I would have loved to see more of Cersei connecting with humanity, because yeah. for someone who said like how great this population of, of this planet is, you really only got two visual scenes yes. outside yes. of her connecting with Kit yes. where it was in Babylon and yep. that might have been it, like yeah. where she was connecting with the population. It's like that Barely. was it. Like that's all you needed. Yeah. Otherwise, she's making the same decision that Icarus is. This person that I love yeah. is a part of this population <laughs> of people, and I am willing to forsake everything I yeah. believe in because of not just who he is, but what he represents. Yeah. Which is fucking <laughs> insane to me. I, the other knowledge thing that I feel like is I've talk through this is i think to kind of pivot backwards if i may 
um, to Sprite for a moment. Let's do it. I think this is Disney being more comfortable with oh, representation in oh, their yeah. films because yeah. Sprite yes. is an allegory for transgendered folk. Um, with especially with the speech towards the end of okay. not feeling comfortable in her own self I and why was she that. created this way yeah. and so but i just think the oh, the one man. place that that doesn't quite track or stick is when cersei makes the decision to say well i'll let you age like i'll i'll fix it like and i'll support you in that um so there's I would like to, to, yeah. to talk to somebody that identifies yes, with, I, with, with trans, like with a trans identity, I guess, and get their take on it. Cause I, I yeah, hadn't even made that connection. After Doug that, gave his explanation, that was the first thing that I thought of. And that yeah. was why I said, okay, I was wrong because I'm not looking at it from that perspective where I have to question why I was made the way I was. So it was obviously a perspective that I need to just be like, okay, yeah. I need to learn something. Yeah. And I don't mean to put, outside. and I don't want to put that on the population. That was my impression. And based on the limited knowledge, being it, someone who's never experienced it, but tried to educate myself, that's been, that's my yeah. understanding. So I don't want to like put that on anybody, but that's, that's no, how I, I interpreted it. I'm glad, no, I'm glad you said that. Cause I'm, I'm going to sit with it. I mean, cause I, yeah. I feel like it also applies to other identities and yeah. just, Everybody, yeah, oh, I mean, oh, 100%. This, the yeah. representation in this movie alone, like, you, okay, you look at the physical, straight, direct identity of people in this movie, mm -hmm. it's very diverse. You look at the age of this, it's it's very diverse. Like, um, and then you look at the identities of, of what they represent, and it's yeah. and that's also, yeah, very diverse in the way that they think and the way that they make decisions. I think that there is this is Marvel saying when they went to Fastos and Fastos had a family. They didn't look at Fastos for having a husband a weird way. They was like, "Yo, Fastos got a kid." Yeah. That was the, that was yeah. the thing that they looked yeah. at more so. Yeah, and it's because well, they've been around seven thousand years. This shit ain't it, new to them. Like, right. they always love if they figured out anything. Yeah, and I true. think it's. I also think it's important that I, I feel like a lot of the feedback from the LGBTQ. IA plus community that we hear a lot of the time is like, please don't make the story just totally about them yeah. being yeah. gay or yeah. coming out. And I feel like Marvel at least executed on that idea really well. It was just mm -hmm. like, it just is. He's got a kid and now he's, now he's going to go, yeah. he's going to go fight the celestial that's going <laughs> to be born. Like we're moving on. This is normal. It's normal. And I, this is I part do, of the normal life. Yeah. I do appreciate, I, I, I do appreciate that because parts of this movie also kind of feel like Marvel being like, Hey, we kind of we missed the mark on this earlier. We're making an effort. Yeah. Right. We are trying. trying. Yeah. Uh, which again, I I appreciate. I also With appreciate all you can do is try. Like I appreciate that like the super the super white dude was the villain of like the group of of guy, like of the Eternals. Like I yeah. appreciated that twist of like the whitest yeah. dude you know. Like the not. critique of the Marvel films have been, it's just all these white guys leading the charge and they're the only heroes. Then you have Eternals where it's like, Oh no, he's, he is not a good guy. He is. Yeah. He's trying to stop. He's trying to do some stuff. I, well, so I, I even I like the, that. I even like the ASL representation too. Right. Oh, for like, sure. so, and the fact that uh, they all knew it, like they were communicating with her. Yes. Using sign language. And it was like, I was like, Oh shit. Like they're, She's really sad, which I do believe that Lauren Ridoff in she is, real yes. life is. Yep, she is. Um, so, so I just thought it was dope across the board to have that representation. Yeah, it was great. I agree. Um, 
this movie is interesting. I, I have, it, it makes me think. I have more questions. Like I have, yeah, I, yeah, I, have just, I have a list of that. I have a list. I have like a list of other questions. The I, I, one yeah, of them is silly, so I want to pivot us to that. Okay. Is that celestial just in the ocean now? Yeah. Like, is he just fucking yeah. there for the yes, rest makes, of his life? Yes, makes question. I mean, yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean Marcus and I kind of joked about it, like they're gonna build a, an amusement park on his head. <laughs> like, I mean, like, it, yeah. There's a part of me that's like, so that's just there now. Yeah. Like, that's just a thing. When the, weather, when the weatherman wakes up and gives you the five yep. day forecast, the yes. helicopter will see <laughs> a fucking shot of a celestial's arm and head yep. halfway hanging just, out. Just and, a hand hanging out. The, that's a part of our world now. And here's the other thing that I want to like ask about, and it relates to like a premise. It's just, it looks like he's getting ready to like jump out. Like, yeah. like, and you know that there's going to be some poor, like fucking shield scientist. That's like, did it just move? Yeah, yep. man, it totally moved fucking yep. with a new guy. Like it's like, <laughs> like not moving at all. Um, the question I have is like one, where are the rest of earth's heroes yes. in, in, yeah. in this incident? Yeah is my first question. The second part to this question is, I don't know if I find the reason that the, the Eternals didn't participate in the Thanos thing. Good I don't enough. think I find that as a good enough answer. No, it was like, not. Oh, we can't let you complete. Okay. Because, because Thanos yes. in the comic books is a deviant. His bloodline is deviant. And that's why they say that his skin was purple was because his deviant was showing. Well, yes. That gets interesting because there's some comic iterations where he's half eternal mm -hmm. half deviant and mm -hmm. i i don't want to dive into that i'll just yeah. like it's murky you know, waters is what that, they call that it. gets weird really fast uh i i i mean i feel strongly about this only because if i'm an <laughs> eternal and i've been there for like at this point seven thousand years and earth's mightiest heroes are gonna go take on thanos and you're like well they told us to wait i'm i'm gonna just wait and like, not even I, that. Yeah, the assignment, I get it. the assignment <laughs> was make sure there are enough people for this motherfucker to eat. This guy eliminated <laughs> half of them. But they didn't, didn't know that. Only like, Icarus knew that. You didn't understand the assignment about that at all? Because at the time, no, fucking, Brian, fucking had to have, is alive. They had to have known. Okay, here's my thing. They protected these humans. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of going it. back to back with Doug on no, this. No, go ahead. So I I feel like they protected these humans this whole time over seven thousand years. They see this big purple motherfucker coming <laughs> out here and start snapping fingers, and nobody feels like yo we should the Eternals should. They waited all this time to come back together seven thousand years. They should have came back together when Thanos came down. That would have sped up the process for Ajax and for Icarus, so that the mission can get solved too. Because during that time, I believe they would have still believed in the mission. And again, and again, this isn't just life on this planet was eliminated by half. This was the life universe. in the universe. How many other planets are growing celestials where his plan just fucked everything up? And where the hell is Ishmael? Is that even a is that a person? No, that's the uh, the red being. Oh, 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 big red, big red, yeah, big, big red. red, yeah, big yeah. Red. I that was just my question that has been hanging around. <laughs> Erisham, uh, yes. That that's the thing that's been hanging around with me all I, day. No, I drove it, back from the gym and I was like, 
that's not a fucking good answer at all. No, like- I believe it. <laughs> I absolutely believe that these godlike people have gotten complacent. And, and now yeah. it's been 7,000 years. And like, by the way, they're not in the Avengers group chat, right? No. They're not, they don't, no. they're not following them on socials. No. All they know is one of them looked at a TV and they're like, oh, so people got snapped. That, that sucks. Move on. <laughs> they're like, they go on five years. The Avengers, they figure it out, like with Ant-Man, Ant-Man of all people, and they are not in the loop on any of that communication-wise. Now, maybe, maybe like when the snap brings people back, I I feel like there's an argument to be made of like Icarus being like, "Mm, I should go see what this is about. (laughs) Sure. I (laughs) totally get that. Uh, But I I totally, yeah, just, I mean, just, just Icarus being like, what are y'all doing here? Who are you? Yeah, like, yeah. I kind of, I, I can kind of get to there, but these are gods that have been waiting. They don't feel like this is something that rises to their level, even it's though it's bad. That's yeah. where I'm at. Like, yeah, they've gotten complacent and lost touch, except for Cersei. Yeah, but that's and I about think it. The other thing that I think is just like as we pull this apart, and maybe, right. maybe this is an explanation that I just came up with is. Were the Infinity Stones created by Celestials or were they created by the universe? Because if they're created by Celestials, then I suppose then it's like a just let this one go. Like, I, I, I just have a lot of questions for them to be because here's the thing. Here's my thing. That poster that we put up here, Uh I think it said or one of the posters, I can't remember. This just says in the beginning yeah, at right. the bottom on this tagline. Right. In the beginning. That is the poster, the Eternals poster. Yes. Which means they were here first before yeah. Infinity Stones, before yeah. all of that. They crafted that. So I'm with Doug. That doesn't feel like a good excuse to it's me. Not a I'm good sorry. At all. It, it's well, not a good excuse. You were the given stones, a test by so- your employer. You were given a test. He said, I want you to make these widgets with these parts. And then he was like, I'm going on break. And they just sat and looked at the parts and been like, well, I guess we have to wait till he comes back. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> that was the wildest, most personable analogy I've ever heard in my just life. Just do your job. You no, knew what the like, job was. Oh, no, that's not a perfect. Okay, I, I to, I'm going I to challenge to you on this just because I can. <laughs> no, the apt example is you show up to work and the and the person's like, "All right, look, I, there are some widgets running around. You need to catch them. What do we do once we catch them all? You wait. Okay, and that's what they did. Oh, because they don't know what's <laughs> yeah. going on. Okay, they don't know what's it. going okay. on. Okay. Right. Just, go catch them all. I go catch both. all these mice, and then I you're done. Both. Just wait I here. Both sides. And I then another mice r- r- mouse runs by, and they're like, right. "Do we catch it? He's not here. We don't know." No, they no. <laughs> it was very. The instructions were clear to complete the task, then wait for me. What it kind of feels like is like a parent who's like upset, and they're like, "Stay here after you do that," and then the parent like, "Uh oh." Uh, oh no! It's been like thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're not gonna. No. Hey, oh, don't okay. talk anymore. And they go a week, and you're like, you know, you can say something. Like it was like for five minutes. <laughs> Didn't you tell me to not talk? It was like right. you could have. Like, you could have right. helped that. It's like when it, Harper puts herself in timeout. It's like you've you don't understand this oh, at all. My kid does that too. Parker does that too. I, I a, a quick interjection. The Infinity Stones 
in the movies, we're not talking about the gems in the comics. The stones in the movies were created by the Big Bang. Okay. This is okay. canonical. So the Celestials did not. Okay. Good to know. Never mind. And that was from Doctor Strange. And that, that, and that <sighs> motherfucker, like, he doesn't understand that there's a Celestial in the Earth. Where was the Ancient One in this? I have... <laughs> So many people were yeah, all like, on vacation yeah. when this was happening. Like, that was a big a lot of stuff. in the middle of the earth. Like, there's a lot of stuff that happens on this earth. Like the North the Nordic gods visit. That's fine. That's true. Like Earth has been through had, some, Earth has been through some shit. shit. And, and that's like, the thing. There's a giant floating military base above Russia that nobody figures oh, yeah. out until well, not Sasha anymore, comes but yeah. Along. Uh yeah. Shang-Chi. Also, I, I this is a good point. I was waiting the entire movie. Oh, like, okay, there's ten glad you that yeah. has to be Eternals up. tech. It yeah. has to be Eternals tech, and we get to the second mid credit scene. Nothing. You not. got me, Marvel. Congratulations. Not. You, you, I de we me. definitely saw the the blueprint that Fastos was putting up, and I was like, oh, yep. I think me and Doug were yep. like, oh fuck, it's like, the Eternals oh, ten rings. Yeah. He was like, and these tech. are bracelets. Uh -huh. It was like, oh, Ooh. what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And 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 I, I'm not disappointed. I am not no. disappointed. Oh. I trust the vision, but I really, <laughs> no. the detective in uh, me was like, more. I'm more ashamed that I fell for it. <laughs> mm. Here's the, okay. Now let's get to the other part. After yes. credit scenes, spoil oh, again. Man. Spoilers. Post credit scenes. Stuck po with po post credit part. scene number one. <clears throat> okay. They, 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 they're walking, they're walking, they're walking. Xerxes and her new boo thing is walking and walking. Um, and it's just the ending. That's not even the first post-credit scene. The oh, is that the what's the oh, first post-credit? The scene? ending is where he goes. You have your backstory, and I've dug into my family history, and it's, it's oh, you're talking less. about that's and the second one. I meant the I meant the mid-credit scene. Yeah, he's yeah. talking about the mother oh, yeah, on the spaceship. Yeah, yeah. yeah, where Harry Styles shows yeah. up. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Sorry. Fucking yes. Randomly. So Harry Styles shows up and says, I'm Thanos' brother, and, and Patton Oswald is voicing some terribly CGI'd character. I didn't um, think it was that bad, but everybody else does. Yeah, it's we I guess for me it's weird because you look at these celestials and you're like, damn, look at the graphics. Yeah. And you see this little pip squeak motherfucker walk through, and it's like, mm, he's I a don't big know. deal. Is he in, is the, he in the in the comic books? Yeah, Harry Styles or the little pipsqueak? Uh, I mean, a little bit of a movie. Technically, yeah. Firefox. Me. What's his name? Star Fox. Um, yeah. Pip the Troll is the um troll. is his is Pat Oswald's character, um, and Harry Styles is um supposed to be like Star Fox. Star yeah, Star Fox Sparrows. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, Fair. this motherfucker yep. shows up on a ship. And and then he says, "Hey, I know exactly where your friends are going, and I have this little spear thing like you had. Hey, look, I got it too. I'm looking for other Eternals, and we could do it together." And uh, he he flirts with Athena. Apparently, that's a thing, yep. and that's the first credit scene. It's Druig, Athena, and Makai on the on the Makari. Mac I think yeah. Makari is on. I think Makari is on the ship itself. Yeah, when this happens. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Anybody? Any thoughts? Um, anybody care? Uh, I, I this makes me feel like I had reading that I should have done in order to prep <laughs> this, and I just didn't. Yeah. Um. But it it's interesting. Like I said, it's it's kind of a th he's tied to so many other things, including Guardians of the Galaxy characters. Yeah. That 
Pip the troll could be something that comes in and is a big deal down the line. And we have to wait till Guardians <laughs> 3 to figure it out. Harry Styles. Well, I actually I read an interview. I know that's like the third time I've said this, but Chloe Zhao said, like, if we can't get Harry Styles, we're not doing this cameo. Well, and it's even then they said like, they wouldn't even have Patton either. Like it yeah. was Harry Styles and Patton and that was it. Yeah. So, what the like, fuck? Yeah, I, which it just kind of throws off my calculus of like what to expect because like yeah. was this just like a fun thing? Because I don't feel like I don't feel like you just kind of like willy nilly this, but no. maybe. Uh, I mean, the only reason I know Star Fox, I know him as Star Fox. I know people call him Arrows, but like the only reason I know him is because I got like I, I'm gonna just reveal that I got really into the original run of Secret Wars. Oh it sure, not it is not good. But I got really into it. And when our main heroes get taken off Earth, like Star Fox like basically shows up and he's like, I can help. So he becomes like a full Avenger at yeah. one point, which is which was my introduction into him. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I, I have no clue what to expect. Like, cool, cool. You're there. But it just it also feels like it's a heralding of something even larger. Yeah, I, I, he's I, just, um, I don't know. Yeah, so Pip the Troll has been tied to Adam Warlock um, and also is. was a member of Infinity Watch to make sure that the Infinity Stones didn't fall into the wrong hands. He even spent some time with um, the Ravagers and to explain how like that little like sequence where I was like, oh, man, are they time traveling? No, right. he has the ability to teleport and can bring people with him. That's what I thought. Yeah. So that's a little bit of a little bit of the backstory into Pip the Troll, which is I mean, interesting. Like this, you don't just do this for like a one off movie. So oh, like getting no. an eternal sequel or are they going to show up somewhere else? Like they're coming back. I yeah, think it has to be. Back. I think it has to be Guardians three, especially knowing that Adam Warlock's been cast. Is I, he has I, to, they have to go back to that. I still think that motherfucker is Galactus. I'm sorry, but it like, is very Galactus looking. It's yes. very Galactus esque and his tone and I'll deem you worthy and blah blah. Like that yeah. just feels like Galactus, but the motives don't and align. That's the only thing. Yeah. I absolutely agree with yeah. that. And I, I'm not gonna be mad or disappointed if they do like a switch like a switch and they're like actually oh, yeah. Galactus is a the head celestial. It's like cool, yeah. like yeah. let's do this. That would be a that would be a rewrite of what is considered like celestial lore oh, comic book wise. I am aware that and, that there would be some people on Twitter mad. Yeah. Like I, um, I yeah. what I think will more than likely happen <laughs> is like um is that Galactus feeds off of the energy from a planet, like including the people right. of that planet. Well, right. this planet is teeming with life because the celestial birth never happened. So right. he shows up as a holy shit. This planet is full of energy for me. And that's the reason why he shows up more oh, than anything. So he's, been, he's been eating all the planets because and the celestials in it. And that's pretty good. The the jet, the, the gem, like the, the, like, the Arishem is called in the comic books. He's Arishem, the judgmenter or something like that. Right. His job is basically to deem whether or not a planet did a good job of following through on what it was supposed oh, to. Yeah, okay. That's why that line is kind of interesting and almost a little 
throw I away. will judge. I will. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally loved the ending of this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're talking, I mean, great. like, as we're talking about this, loved it. Loved it as a cliffhanger. There were consequences. Well, like, and that's the first time that I think we've ever had a giant being show up over Earth like that before. Man, and if you're living on this Earth, themselves. Like, I hope you have a good therapist. Yeah. If you didn't get snapped, you know someone that did. Heaven mm-hmm. forbid you had somebody in Sokovia. And then on top of it, you're just trying to go to work and you see a giant red godhead. Just yeah. I almost want to do like makes a, you question everything. Like, how the fuck do you continue right? with life like that? Right. Like, I almost want to do like a five minute short film where it's like an interview that with a guy who's <laughs> like, and now we're going to talk to the most unfortunate man who lives on this planet Earth. And he re- relegates everybody with himself of like, and that was the year I moved to Sokovia. And yeah, we all know what happened there. Huh? <laughs> and then and then my dumbass moved to London and yeah. giant being show up. Shit, my paints. Job <laughs> interview. Um, all of that would be fascinating to me. Um, <laughs> um, the other, the other end credit scene. Hilarious. Marvel talk about this guy. The other end credit scene is very interesting as well. That made the whole movie for me. That was the only thing that kept me teetering. Like, if it was good or bad, I didn't see this black man, but I heard the black man voice. And for me, that was enough. That's fair. <laughs> that's that was all I needed. That's, that's fair. I needed. That's fair. Um, Marcus, would you like to outline the scene for everybody? Yeah. Um, so basically, what's happening is Kit Harrington. His character's freaking the fuck out because he. I, I need to at least try. I have to try because it was said in an earlier scene, hey, you remember my family history? It's a little bit more complicated than I thought. There's also a reference to his uncle. Like yes. You need to make amends with your uncle, which was a yep. random line, but obviously it means something. Um, so he is standing in front of this, what is called the Ebony Blade, and it's made from um, Merlin. I think Merlin made it, but it's also made from Meteorite, but it's looked like it's wrapped in some... Yeah something it's some type of um shawl or cloth that had blood on it or whatever so mm-hmm. he opens it up and it's whispering to him he's tracing his finger across it and the black meteor on it is following his finger and it's the ebony blade and he says i have to at least try um before he picks it up you hear a voice say are you ready for that mr i forgot what his name was mr I forgot what his last name was jesus oh uh, whitman uh, whitman um i was gonna say washington thank you um are you ready for that mr whitman yeah. And he looks over to the side and then it and then it cuts out. Yeah. Um his yeah. uncle, Nathan Garrett, um, in the comics was the Black Knight 2. Um, and this is a whole okay. this is a whole like that's interesting. The Black Knight's responsibility is like he finds out that he can become the Black Knight by holding the ebony blade, and then he essentially like He's like, oh, I really want to help the Avengers because they're awesome. And I want to help. I'm paraphrasing. I really want to help the Avengers because they're awesome. What's the best way for me to do that? I'm going to enter. I'm going to infiltrate the evil supervillain organization and work from the inside. And meanwhile, he just doesn't tell the Avengers. So when he shows up, he's like, I can tell you all their secrets. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, (laughs) Like, who the fuck are you and why are you here? Um, big, so, big, big, wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, uh, there's fail. some espionage involved. I, man, I don't know where they're going to go with this and how those two are tied. Um, that was the question I had. It's kind of, I'm curious. I, I mean, right. Cause you're like, you both got swords. 
guess your best friend <laughs> now. His blade is called the Ebony Blade, and this guy's Ebony. So I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, uh, I so I need to eat some crow here. I doubt anybody in the theater listens to our podcast, but there were some folks in front of us who were like, "That was Blade," and I was like, mm, "I'm not. I'm not ready to jump to that conclusion." Yeah. As we're walking out, my wife, the fact checker of me, was like, "Yeah, that was that was Blade," and you laughed at those people, and they were right. And I was like, "That was Blade." So Brian. sorry to those people in particular. <laughs> Brian, uh, I love you. I, I love Maggie so much. <laughs> I love she this. Back checking like, me before we left the parking lot. She keeps like, you humble. Keeps, shout out to Maggie Roush. That's I my mean, favorite. She, oh, by the way, shout out to my wife. She is like very pregnant and was like, yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna go see what this how yeah. long is this movie? <sighs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah, and yeah. she did. She yeah. saw this movie two hours, 37 minutes. Damn. So shout, shout out, out to her. Maggie. I love her. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess they're gonna run around and, and like pal around with their swords. Slice I don't know. I, I have no idea. Because Blade is is it slated for a series? I uh, no, it's, I think. Well, they said Blade is first of all supposed to appear in the um, God. What is the one that Leto is in? I mean, um, Morbius. Mor- no, um, nope. Sorry, I was thinking Leto from Dune. His character's name is oh, Leto. Moon oh, Knight. Leto. Moon Knight. Uh, uh, Moon Knight. Oscar Isaac. Oscar oh, okay. Isaac, thank you. He's supposed oh, to appear in uh, Moon Knight, and and that'll be the connection to vampires and okay. all this stuff, this darker world. But then okay. the movie is slated for release in 2022. Where, where is or Marvel, something? Where something. is Marvel fucking going with this? Like I'm gonna I, trust so, them. Like I'm gonna get in the back of this Uber and be like, you yo, know where are you headed, man? Yo, I don't need to worry I, about it. Yo, but there is a part of me that's like, what are we doing? <laughs> I, and this has been nag- this has been eating at me, and I, I feel like there's two really good like two paths that I can wrap my head around. One, after Endgame, they were like, we cannot tie every single plot point into one movie. There's no, no way we can no, do that again no. with everything going on. No, no, so no, no, no. I legitimately believe that I think they've maybe made two or three tracks. Yeah. of like meta plot if that makes any sense so like okay. if you were on oh. disney plus you you're those are the characters you can play with those are the villains you can play with yeah we'll keep going obviously this theory falls apart as soon as you get to black widow with julia louise dreyfus who showed up in in captain america and the winter soldier so then the other idea is that there's like two or three concurrent like big bads Mm-hmm. that will all end up or maybe they don't all end up together but they're <laughs> gonna crisscross but it's not gonna be an end game thing where like shang chi and the Haley steinfeld yeah. uh hawkeye and then the eternals all show up at the same spot right mm-hmm. yeah. like they maybe maybe you'll see other characters but like i don't know if it's gonna be like an end game all thing. of them coming together yeah. Yeah. Right, I, like, I think, I'm wondering yeah. if that's what they're trying to do. In yeah. that same breath, I think that Brian is right. Um, I think you have here in mind. You have the cosmic. Yes. That's you have this cosmic lane. You have this multiverse lane, and then you yes. have this darker <laughs> world kind of. I didn't lane. even talk about the multiverse. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, like, I, I, I think that all of these. Th- I think these villains are all going to be big bads in their own individual right on whatever platforms that they yeah. exist on. 
and all of their the villains' missions and goals are going to cross and affect everybody. Where you're yeah. going to need more than one Avengers team, you're going to need the Dark Avengers. You're going to need a West right. Coast Avengers. You're going to need um, a New York Fantastic Four. Like you're you like all of these people yeah. exist because there's too many things happening at once where all the heroes cannot just beat the shit out of one person now. I mean, like, I because that's what Endgame was about. I could see them doing like a. I mean, I could see the multiverse thing leading up to like a battle world type scenario. I mean, Secret Wars. I mean, I think that that's yeah. where this is leading. Yeah. I, I think that all of this leads to Secret something cosmic, and I think yeah. that you introduce I, yeah. all of these characters, and Secret Wars is where you bring back the OGs, and you can bring back the yeah. new faces, and you can just do this thing where, hey, look, the whole thing was to. Have built this world where the old and yeah. the new meet, and we did it. And congratulations. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I also feel like there's this theme, and and feel free to call me out, but it just kind of feels like there's this very implicit theme of like people are just pushing the limit, whether yeah. it's Wandavision, yeah. whether it's Captain America, or like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, however we want to name that series now. Uh, like everyone's just kind of pushing it. Like we're, call we're it pushing all these edges Heroes of our dream. power. And uh, and maybe it does get to this point, Doctor Strange. Honestly. Yeah, like yeah. all the Eternals to a certain extent. You're pushing it to this point where, like Loki, like you're. Is yeah. it gonna break? Like, are you gonna break? Somebody's somebody's like. I mean, like, it... are you gonna break the continuum to get to a secret war, like a secret wars yeah. scenario? Maybe not. I think that's absolutely possible. That is totally a way to combine everybody, and you don't need to worry about like, well, did Gamora meet? Cersei, right? Did they? Did they really? You know, like, or yeah. did Spider Man? Does Spider Man know about Loki? Like all that stuff? Yeah, it won't yeah. matter. Yeah, because no, then they'll really be on won't. Battle World, and the whole point of Battle World is somebody just mismatched everything. <laughs> yeah. Hey, are you Loki? I'm Spider Man. You've had right eight series and eight seasons, and I've had yeah. fifteen movies by now. <laughs> I think. I think the other area that I'm seeing like a trend is is I am seeing like especially after watching this. I think there's definitely a trend of like, like gods being a, a reoccurring theme. That's like, and so I think there's going to have to be something to deal with that. I mean, Eternals was for lack of a better phrase, a bunch of gods dealing with that. The celestials were yep. in this, we're getting another Thor movie where they're going to have gore, the God butcher in it. They're also dealing I mean, with that. When Shang it comes, basically Shang-Chi. the whole plot was p- keeping the bad gods away. Right. There's a lot of this like keeping How? like dealing with that bad energy. <laughs> when this world in this world, you see a giant being disappear on Earth, right? You see a frozen yes. or marbleized celestial up at the top of the world. How in the fuck does racism and all this other shit exist? <laughs> In the world where you know the yep. world you know is so fucking fragile and yep. so fucking unimportant that at any moment a fucking purple Barney could come down here and snap his fucking fingers. You know and what this shit I, is over. You want to know what I know? I want to really know what some of those like people who've been doing their own science. Um, I really want to know what the conspiracy theory around the giant marble celestial is. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, if you see gosh. it, it's like it's scaffolding and aluminum tape. They put and... that there. Who is oh they? My gosh. They, they, they did. They know what they did. Mm. And they're trying the to make some theorists in the MCU timeline <laughs> are, are out of flipping control, probably. Like, I... they probably have one of the biggest Facebook pages. That's not, not, ain't no anti vax conversations happening here. Everybody's no, like, shoot me up, motherfucker. It's too much oh, shit no. happening. There's right. like Thanos truthers running around like, oh, you think he's dead? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sheep. 
you know, like, like I just, oh yeah, that's the Captain America they want you to think. Steve Rogers is alive on the moon, narc. You know, like I bet I guarantee you, J. Jonah Jameson is like absolutely peddling whatever snake oil thing he is and then he'll be like so what's this a big hand in indian ocean well is it or is it another shield cover-up you know or is it spider-man yeah or Um, obviously spider-man that's an interesting world to live in gentlemen let's close this out because we've we've to our our podcast we've had it all today well i mean remember we lost like five minutes there uh (laughs) we we, we, we did um gentlemen would you recommend people see this movie just real quick who 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 do i recommend it to just in general like if if somebody said like hey i heard that you saw eternals was it good should i see it you know what i think eternals as as a mo- i think eternals is a movie that can stand alone because it puts enough sure. info and lore sure. behind itself to be like if you don't watch enough of the other marvel stuff you could still enjoy this because it tells its own story yeah. Um, yeah. If you do watch the Marvel stuff, you may be a little bit more frustrated because you don't, you you know, once again, more questions than answers. But I think that that's part of Marvel's formula when they do these movies. Right. Yeah. So I, I would recommend it because in either lane, you have the ability to like learn something new or do something yeah. new. Yeah. hundred percent. Absolutely agree. Brian. I, I would recommend it with a caveat and I'm not trying to like mm-hmm. skirt the question here, but if like, Somebody at work was like, oh, you! I heard you saw Eternals. Did you like it? I'd be like, I liked it. And they said, should I see it? I'd be like, you should see it if you like Marvel movies. <laughs> if if you don't, your mileage will vary. Sure. Uh, I feel like there are non-Marvel fans that will enjoy it, but I feel like it 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 feels so foundational to so many things in the Marvel universe, sure. or it could be that. I guess I would like to know somebody's opinion of just seeing it cold. Uh, I don't know if it's going to hit the same. I I honestly don't. If you like the MCU, it's going to be different, but it's a good different because they turn all these tropes on their heads that I have critiqued myself of Marvel. That was a very long answer. So I would recommend it. That was good. I'd recommend it to MCU fans. Mileage will vary for people who don't follow the Marvel universe. Yeah. I think that here's how I would answer this. If somebody said like, Oh, I heard you saw the Eternals. Was it good? Yes. Like I think by itself, it's well done. It's beautifully shot. I appreciate the underlying themes of it. Um, So yeah, it's, it was good. Should I see it? I think if they have no MCU history whatsoever, they are aware, but they've never seen any of them. I would say yes, but don't expect to go back to, end game and feel the same way about it yeah like, don't yeah. expect to go to ant-man and the wasp and say <laughs> i get you're right they're all like this they're not this one Ooh. definitely stands alone so if you're yep. not an mcu fan it's don't 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 start here and work your way backward because oh my gosh you're gonna be awful you'd be really disappointed like not yeah. necessarily with you'd either be disappointed that they're not all like this or you'd be disappointed that this one was such a slog um yeah. if you're an MCU fan, yeah, I think you should see it. I think it's relevant and I think especially if you're an MCU fan, I think you're going to end up looking at this. If you skip this one because of the reviews or you think it's not a too it's not adjacent <laughs> enough to things, I think you're going to look back on it in three movies and go, "Fuck, now I got to go watch The Eternals." Like I hey. think there's going to be a moment for you Ooh. where you realize you have to. So, it's I think inevitably you're going to have to watch it. 
what's funny is I'm like sure I I was I gave this like lukewarm thing of like eh, mileage will vary, but every time I see a bad review, I feel like I need to defend this movie, and I feel like that's maybe my true feelings of like mm -hmm. it is a good movie, and I I have a hard time with some of the more negative reviews of like oh it's empty or like there there needs to be more substance, and it's like I feel like there is enough here, and it's There's just a lot wrapped of substance differently, yeah. like it's just wrapped differently than like a typical Marvel movie, and honestly. I think this is good for Marvel as a whole. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah. the last thing I want to say here. I think it's good for us as a fandom, as movie watchers, as a whole, to have someone just kind of take everything and put it on its head and have this other story because mm -hmm. people got too comfortable. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Like, uh, yes. Some people we got get spoiled. Too comfortable. I, I got, we spoiled. got spoiled. Yeah. Absolutely agree. Yeah. Awesome. Great answers. Gentlemen, thank you for diving into this movie with me. Um, it was fun to do with all of you. Um, I do like want a religious to... Journey. Seriously. It was a very, very moving moment. Um, we will be back next week with a news episode to thank talk God. through um, all of those things. Goddamn it is Dune and then this back to back. Was... Yeah, no, oh shit. my God. And it is, it is possible just for our listeners to be aware. Sheesh. It is possible that a one Brian Roush is not joining us because it's... he is welcoming oh, another bundle yes, of joy into is. his family. Um, yes. So by the Godfather from all... <laughs> From, yes. from, we need the baby first before um, any of that happens. From all of us, Brian, from from Marcus and I, yeah. I don't want to speak for Marcus. Um, no, if for much. some reason, like this is, we we'll see you back in season three, so we're not worried about it. But Godspeed oh, yeah. as you take take yeah, on that well, journey. I appreciate you all, and if this season is if this is it, I I uh -huh. appreciate it, and and I love y'all, and I always appreciate the support, well, and I will I will return if I was will return. Brian Wow, Brian Roush will return, yeah. Yeah. and uh, and yeah, I'll definitely be listening to the podcast, uh, even if even if I'm not recording. So, um, I appreciate that. Thank you for the well wishes. You're welcome. Um, he's not dying. He's just gonna I'm, go I'm away for back, a couple weeks. So like, my guess is he would try to make it back for Spider Man. Like I'm oh, yeah. he's gonna try to. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, yeah. special but, special holiday but, appearance. That's right. But gentlemen, <laughs> let's get through. Let's get through next week, man. We have like, a, let's, let's just <laughs> we, we have a three step process. Brian's having a baby. God damn it! It's true. We have a three step <laughs> process. To success brian what is our first step oh man read a book read read a book uh i usually have something snappy for this but you know again you can read a short book like i feel like that's not said a lot everyone's like oh i'm reading this book and it's 500 pages. it's like no like shut up there's like a hundred page books out there read that yeah. it's a small tight nice narrative and then you read a book. Congratulations. Please read a book. That's I like right. How, I like how Brian tells people to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, man, this book is too long. Oh, man, shut the fuck shut up. Read that book. Um, man, I should read our second step to success is to drink a glass of water. Look, mm. y'all, um, it's important to stay hydrated. We're losing yes. some sunlight. We had a fall back. Get yourself some yeah. water. Help balance yourself out because... Being weird on your sleep and then also being dehydrated, that's a recipe for disaster. So just uh, be sure to drink some water. Marcus, take us home. The last one. If you want to live like an eternal, you have to eternally wash your ass. Ooh, it's dusty out there in that's Babylon. It. That's it. They, they, you, you, 
you think that they were just walking around kissing each other, doing all this? Other? One thing we never talked about was the relationship between Druig and and Makari. Yeah, we did not. Oh, that was um, sweet. It was like hinted nice. at, but I liked that, and it was really sweet. Oh, this was the news I wanted to fucking break that I forgot to talk about. <laughs> it was. It turned out that Druig is rumored to play the Joker in the Matt Reeves Batman movie. What? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I. That's My terrible. brain can't handle that yeah. right now. You are Sorry. breaking every rule. You Sorry. don't introduce a new concept in your conclusion. <laughs> My bad. And we're here now. So. Does Marcus look like uh, he cares? He doesn't no give fucks. a fuck, and I know it. <laughs> <laughs> don't give no fucks at all. So do with that information what you will. Uh, take that information and think about it in the shower while the soap runs down the crack of your ass. Like, and, that's yeah. the most important part. That's absolutely. I also right. think he'd be a really good Joker. I, he's a he's a Scottish Joker, and yeah. Anyway, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, oh, that podcast. has been this episode. New um, Spider Man poster came out too. Had Green Goblin on it. Sandman, Electric Man. Doug is like gonna literally why? close this. Why do I even try? We happening. have a news so, episode next week. Just save it, man. It'll be out of date. It'll be out of out of out of tune by this. So I guess God that's why my shit Well, we'll be back next week. I'm a rebel. Viva la Marcus. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>